Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you. Too much fast food, not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Here with a name you know. We've had him on the show a couple times. Always love talking to Silas Young. He'll be at AAW's Windy City Classic November 26th in Illinois. Uh, he is taking on Manders. There's a ton of names on this show from Fred Yehi, Allison Kay, Josh Alexander, Rich Swan, Alex Zane, Jake something, Hammerstone, a star-studded card, Lady Frost, who we spoke to last week. But we got Silas Young. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Are you in Vegas right now? <laughs> I, I am. I just came out... Uh... Uh, I got a friend who's getting married, little impromptu marriage. And uh, yeah, you know, come out here, see what's going on. Check out the wrestling landscape a little bit as well. And, and Las Vegas has been like a blossoming wrestling landscape over the last few years with AEW going there for double or nothing. WWE seems like it's making a pretty comfy home there in Allegiant Stadium. Impact running shows out there. FSW does stuff out there as well. Like it's, it's definitely yeah. exploded quite a bit. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny how that works in uh, the wrestling business. You know, one one company goes to a place and does pretty well, so then another place goes and another place goes. I remember as a kid, I think like the only people that came to uh, to Vegas was like maybe AWA to do you know tapings oh, yeah. or something once in a while, but that was about it. So as I mentioned, the AAW Windy City Classic, a star-studded show. It's it's got to feel good to see these become normal again after the year that we went through in in 2020, and uh, AEW has has long been one of the best at doing that. Uh, but I mean, how how did the tw- how did 2020 affect you? I mean, I know you were with Ring of Honor and all that stuff, but I mean, the indie landscape was just ravaged by that. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I was definitely definitely lucky to be you know, with Ring of Honor at the time, you know, they didn't cut any guys. Well, at that time, they didn't cut any guys. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, they hadn't cut anybody. Everybody was still getting paid. So, you know, now granted what happened a couple of weeks ago is completely different, but, you know, 
uh, in 2020, especially guys who were working on the indies, they didn't have the opportunity to go anywhere else to work. You know, they hell, they didn't even have the opportunity to like get a side job yeah. to go and work. You know, you were just kind of screwed. So, uh, you know, I was fortunate in the in the matter of you know getting paid, but just sitting at home all the time it was just a killer. You know, I like uh, I like being busy. I like being productive. So it was just 2020 was no good for me. And and now we're we're seeing these star-studded indie events become the norm again. I love it. I mean, it felt like there was one a weekend where you'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they got all those people on one show, which uh, does speak to the wrestling landscape. Right. You mentioned the ROH thing. I interviewed a couple of your buddies a few, like, maybe three days before the ROH announcement, Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis. And like I'm still sitting on that interview because it was dated within a couple of days. We were talking about how great ROH was to everybody. Did like what was your reaction when that news came through? Because all throughout the pandemic, all I heard was how good ROH was to its talent, and then we get this unfortunate news. Man, uh, you know, I mean, I found out like everybody else. We were all in a, a Zoom call, so we all kind of found out together. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, there's part of you that's like what the hell am I going to do uh there's you know part of you that worries about everything uh you know am I gonna be able to get a job somewhere else is there uh is there gonna be work for me uh makes you worry about your friends who are in the same boat as you uh yeah I mean I was definitely you know wasn't happy to hear the news but you know after the fact and talking with a couple friends and stuff you know we talked about the fact that you know, it's, if it had to happen, it's better that it happened now than it happening last year where there really was no opportunity to go out and work. So, you know, uh, and, and, and also getting like a little bit of notice, uh, you know, getting like, like for instance, my contract is up at the end of this year. So getting a couple months notice of that, yeah, being like, Hey, you know, uh, you know, we are going to go under, but at least, (laughs) at least we're going to give you a couple months notice. So, you know, maybe you can try and, uh, uh, you know, start booking things, uh, which I've been doing good, um, have a somewhat, somewhat decent schedule coming up here. And uh, just, just to be able to, you know, have that little bit of time where you're still getting a couple of paychecks coming in yet is nice. So that's, it's like, it sucks and it's a crappy situation, but if it had to happen, I'm, I'm glad that it happened like this, I guess. What was the mood at the tapings like in your experience? Cause I mean, you all did do tapings recently. I had some people saying, right. telling me they were getting emotional because quite frankly, I had a whole lot of people that I would talk to on a regular basis and they were like, I like Ring of Honor. I like working for Ring of Honor. The deal is good. The schedule's great. Some of them, if even if they, like they didn't even need to work full-time jobs, but they could because the schedule was so good. Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I, I think that was kind of the general consensus of working there. It was great, but yeah, the tapings were definitely a lot more, like down kind of solemn mood uh you know it's it's hard to come in there and and be you know I think everybody it's not like anybody didn't want to work hard or anything like that like everybody still worked their ass off you know uh I think it was just kind of like for a lot of guys you know like myself had been there almost nine years it's like the end of an era so I think it was just I think it was just a real low-key uh feeling in the locker room there last time and you've you've watched indies kind of explode in your area an awful lot over the past five six years especially like the the wisconsin chicago area i mean there there's shows all the time 
I mean, that, that's got to make you feel pretty good knowing that, I mean, there, <laughs> there's plenty of work there, at least on the independent circuit as well. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there definitely is. And, uh, you know, I will say this after like the, you know, the last couple of years with the COVID closed down and then even before that with just uh, being exclusive to Ring of Honor, not being able to do indies for like the last, I don't know, for myself, five or six years, maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get back out on the independent scene. I'm excited to get to work with a bunch of new young talent uh you know guys that i've never worked with before and just the fact that there's so much uh so much indie wrestling out there it's i'm excited to see what this these next couple of years bring you know uh, a reminder guys aw windy city classic on november 26th i want to speak about some some positive roh memories dare i say that your feud with dalton castle may have been my favorite feud in the history of ring of honor to me that yeah, was i think to me, that was Go just, ahead, it sorry. was so natural. Just two characters that had a fundamental disagreement and there were right. stakes added without, without title belts or anything. A lot of the times it, it was right. so just like common sense brilliance and it, it worked so well. I loved it. And it was the colorful characters in two different colorful ways clashing. I, Please explain any any memories or fun stories from that because that was that was one of my all time favorites in the company. Right, you know it's funny you say that. Like since doing that, and that's been like man, I don't know when did we do that? Like 2015, I don't it's know 2014, while, yeah. 2000. But but it's been the point is yeah, it's been a while. Uh, whenever I get asked about like anytime I do podcasts or interviews or whatever, they always bring up the feud with Don Castle. I feel like that was like a very like defining moment uh you know in my career or even just like a good example of what pro wrestling is like you said it it's about characters it's about uh it's about characters it's about you know getting people to connect and uh and we did that we did a great job of uh we had like a storyline that went for i think a year maybe a little more than a year uh, i was two very different characters two very like easily explainable characters and what their differences are and just a lot of the fun we had with doing like the vignettes with the boys and stuff like that uh it was it was a good time and uh you know dalton and myself actually had a really good fight without honor match here in las vegas so uh yeah it was it was a really cool time in my career it was a cool time to be able to really get to dig into the character more and uh you know do all this different stuff that uh you know ring of honor wasn't necessarily doing with a lot of character stuff at the time and one of the things i loved most about it is because a lot of people would look at this and they'd say ring of honor needs more characters and you had two very distinct ones right there then the bell rang and it's like you're busting out slingshot moonsaults and he's doing like (laughs) a lot of his great like a lot of people don't realize his amateur background and people are seeing that and it's like man here's the substance even behind the characters it was just so magnificent so easy and i believed everything that happened and then when when the boys became the stakes like oh my gosh that was such such great stuff there just such wonderful stuff um also you had the opportunity to go to japan while working for ring of honor please uh tell me how how that was for you yeah, though, you know, that was a really cool experience. I, you know, I think at the time Ring of Honor had maybe for a couple of years before that had been going over, uh, you know, once a year and doing a little mini tour thing with them. It was cool. You know, it's Japan, man. Everybody who gets involved in the pro wrestling business, you know, I think there's certain things that we want to, you know, check off, you know, certain boxes you want to check. 
and going to Japan is definitely one that's on the high list. So not only just to be able to go there, but to be able to work for a place like New Japan Pro Wrestling, like that's a pretty awesome experience. Also, you worked the the XPW Rebirth recently. Man, <laughs> yeah, I like, did. Like they did the the dark side of the ring, and all of a sudden XPW is, is back. How? I mean, how did that come about? How, who reached out to you to make that happen? Was it was it like Rob Black, or is there somebody else behind the scenes? No, so it, it was as a as a matter of fact, a couple months ago, like maybe last summer, I got a message on Twitter from an account that said it was Rob Black, and I kind of looked at it and laughed a little bit and was like, yeah. "This can't be real," you know. Uh, so I just thought, well, you know, on the off chance, I'll, I'll message back. It's always good to, you know, stay in contact with, you know, people you can potentially work with and, uh, sent the message back and explained that, you know, I had an exclusive deal with ring of honor and I couldn't, like, you know, I wouldn't be able to do it, but you know, if something happens in the future, you know, I'd like to stay in contact or whatever. And, uh, then after everything that happened, you know, a few weeks ago, you know, I just reached out to him and said, Hey, you know, uh things have changed uh so then we we just got talking a little bit and i don't know i'm i'm interested to see where it goes you know i broke into wrestling in like 2001 2002 so you know i definitely uh, am aware of the old xpw and yeah. you know <laughs> everything they did uh so yeah i mean it's interesting uh, I, I i always like uh things that are a little crazy so we'll, we'll see what happens you know i know the show the show we did uh, was definitely a, a good time, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to see what the future holds with them. So I've 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 asked you about this before, but now there's there's some added context since the man is back. You had on one of your shows one of the only CM Punk appearances of like the last five or six years, and boy was that, a lot of people didn't even know at the time. There was like was it was it? Then we find out that he had done this a couple times at different places, like. He would show up in a in a druid suit and throw salt over his shoulder, like weird things that nobody would expect. Right. He popped up at a building that I know he used to wrestle at that you all were running. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And uh, hit a GTS in a mask. Did you get, like, any FaceTime with him, or was this very much a this-is-happening-is-it-allowed-to-happen type of thing? I'm so fascinated by this. Okay, so that the building that I ran that night, uh, I, I mean, I'm not sure if this is 100%, but I'm pretty sure that might have been the building Punk had his first match at. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the night that we ran that building was going to be the last event that was going to be held there because it had gotten bought by like a spice factory or something like that, and they were going to tear it down. So when I had found out it was going to be the last time that they were going to be booking shows, I started reaching out to guys that had wrestled there over the years, wanting to kind of bring back some guys from, you know, years past a little bit of a nostalgia thing for the building, you know? So I had reached out to Ace Steel, cause you know, Ace is an amazing wrestler, a uh, good dude. And uh, I think it just kind of all snowballed together uh, with Ace and Dave Prezak being on the show. And I think punk might've done like a, jiu-jitsu tournament in west dallas which is where that show was being ran earlier in the day and i think he had the I think same it was hoodie something... on as he had in a picture from that grappling tournament that's how people figured it was actually him he was wearing the right. same hoodie as a picture from earlier in that day right yeah you know the thing is i like i didn't actually see him or talk to him someone had came up to me in the locker room was like hey uh they want to do something in the match and punk's gonna do a run-in in a mask or something someone said and i was like yeah well whatever they want to do let them do it so it's like don't, <laughs> I mean, what am i going to say no no punk can't get on the show you know <laughs> cm punk don't twist my arm like if i yeah right yeah right the only wrestling move he's done in five years i guess i guess yeah we'll see right how that goes so we'll see if we can fit him on the card did you like ever speak with him much before that i'm sure your paths had crossed at some point uh you know what I, a couple times uh I, I mean i wouldn't say me and him are friends but we crossed paths a couple times had a couple small conversations that were fine but yeah not not very much interaction man that's that's just such a fascinating thing because i remember when that happened and when we kind of pieced that together everything obviously him doing the gts is is hint number one but then the hoodies came together then i had people in wrestling that are like oh this isn't the only time and they would be sending me footage of like the weirdest, most obscure things that you wouldn't think that he would have any any interest in doing, and it was like him under a hood. So you just you, – you never know when you go to these shows, man. You never right, know. Right, right. Anybody can pop up. At, at AEW, Windy City Classic, Vince McMahon might be there underneath a mask. He might be there <laughs> in like a turkey suit for all we know. Right. I have like, it on good authority that might happen. It might happen. <laughs> also, a segment I love to do with you each time we do an interview. Manly or not manly. All right. Where I give you a list of subjects and you tell me if they're manly or not manly and why. I love it. I love it. Dry turkey. Dry what are we talking like uh like um like beef jerky but with turkey? No, no, no just dry turkey that's cooked for Thanksgiving. Oh, not manly manly at all i don't think no no you gotta i mean if you're a man you should at least know how to cook halfway decent how about manders your opponent at aew windy city classic uh okay by 
this is gonna take like this is gonna one's gonna be a little different. That's fine. I'll give him man. I'll give him manly, but he ain't last real man manly. You know what? I I I can accept that. Uh, what about eye patches, Fred Yehi, who you wrestled at AAW, often wears an eye patch. I would have to say eye patches are manly. I mean, look, where do eye patches come from? Pirates. Kind of hard to argue, argue that pirates weren't manly, right? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's fair. Headgear. Josh Alexander is on AEW Windy City Classic. He wears headgear a lot. He doesn't want that cauliflower ear. Yeah, not manly at all. Man. Not manly. You just take Ca- it. Cauliflower, cauliflower ear is manly. It is manly. It's very manly. Have you ever had to, like, lance one of yours or anything like that? No, I've had a, 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 I have like one part of my ear that has a real little bit of it, but it's like kind of on the inside. You got to get to it early too. Like the first time I ever had to take mine out, they were like, you have to do it quick or else it's going to stick there. And I was like, right. uh, uh, what about, what about white claws? <laughs> definitely not manly. I, I figured you Def- would say that. Yeah, definitely not. Whiskey. That's manly. I'm, I'm not a drinker. I've never drank, but uh, what makes white claws not manly? Because uh, they are, they are the equivalent of a children's drink with alcohol. Okay. Tie dye has made a big comeback in fashion of late. Is tie dye manly? Yep. Tie dye is manly. I definitely sport some tie dye sometimes. I mean, it's... I think I think one part about one part about being manly is owning what you do too. That's owning what point. you do and what you wear. That's a good point. And there was there was a girl I knew back in the day, and I saw her making tie dye, and she had to wear like a trash bag suit to not like bleach <laughs> her stuff. And I was like, man, th- that seems kind of manly going to all that that work. I mean, practically wearing a sauna suit just to make some tie dye. I, I trust. Yeah, right. Them. What about? I Chris? mean, I, I, th- I think I think you gotta if you're manly though, you go without the without the garbage bag suit. You just wing it, you know. Yeah. Banks closing on every holiday is that manly? I, you I mean, know what? You, you know, people, people, you know what, man? People, people work hard; they deserve a day off. So I'm gonna say that is manly. Here's my issue: like they'll they'll be like, "Sorry, we are closed in observance of National Chocolate Cake Day," or something like that. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to check my ballot. Like, come on, come on here. Right. Well, well, I I I, I find it hard to believe that National Cake Day would be a. a, a national holiday to <laughs> necessitate closing banks for i feel like they do though i feel like every ever not only that if it falls on a saturday they're closed monday to observe that holiday uh, like, all right well then that part ain't that part's not manly at all and as we head towards the christmas season gift bags are gift bags manly i, I mean i do them because i can't wrap a gift right yeah, gift bags are definitely not manly Damn. yeah definitely not you got, you got to learn how to wrap a gift. You got to take a little, a little time and put a little work into it. Be a man and take the take the time and patience it takes to do it right. I'm so ashamed of myself. You I, should be. One day I'll learn. Uh, I always also like <laughs> to ask about people's experience before before they made it in wrestling and some of the, maybe the extra work that they did. I know you did a couple of uh, WWE matches. You worked uh, Val Venus, I believe, and Luke Gallows, and you worked. Uh, Lance Archer, I believe, in TNA back in the day. Yep, yep, yep. All how, that. How did the Lance Archer match come about? Because I mean, that was, gosh, that was like sixteen, seventeen years ago. Uh I, I think that was at the time when TNA was doing the uh, like 
what, like Tuesday or Wednesday night pay-per-views down in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, man, it was so long ago. I can't remember exactly how I went about getting booked for it, but I think it was one of those things where I gotten booked and showed up and it was just, you know, got asked to do that and was more than happy to be able to have the opportunity at the time. And then, as I had mentioned, uh, I think in 07, you worked Val Venus on Heat. That was in Milwaukee, obviously. Uh, a few years later, you worked Gallows in Milwaukee. Uh, Gallows is a pretty colorful fella, uh, for yeah. better or for worse. Do you remember right. anything about setting that up? Is he like a jokester and uh, setting that up or anything? Or is, at that time, is he still like so early? He's he's on his best behavior. Uh, you know what? I uh, I remember that being pretty easy. I remember it being a um, a pretty easy thing to put together and pretty pretty easy to do in the sense that uh he you know he's he's a good dude uh and you know it was it was probably a match that was a few minutes long so it wasn't like a whole lot to go into it anyways but yeah I mean I remember that being a good experience as well as the the Val Venus being a match being a good experience as well did he give you any cryptocurrency advice I always see him on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> doing that no I, I don't think he was at that point uh, in his life yet <laughs> Man, he's he's a wild one on that that internet machine. Uh, is Val yeah, Venus? Definitely but is. Then again, so is Gallows. So is Gallows. Yeah. So just oh. just in different ways. Yes, categorically different ways. So as we head into 2022, like what what are you looking at for your 2022? Do you have like a, a plan in mind, or are you just you got to kind of survey the landscape right now? Obviously, it's it's a much different world and and situation for you right now. Right. Yeah. You know what, honestly, uh, you know, like I said before, last couple of years wrestling for me has been so slow just with the way things were, uh, for myself and with ring of honor. Uh, I'm excited to get out there, man, and, and hit it hard and, and start grinding, uh, working as many Indies as I can. I am happy. Like I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, I have AAW in Chicago to work with They're you know, they're arguably one of the, if not the best independent companies right now in the country. Right. So being able to work there with uh, the talent they have and just the exposure they get, uh, you know, that's a, 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 a big plus for me and something that I'm really, really looking forward to, you know, especially with there being so much new young talent, I'm looking forward to working uh, with all, all these uh, new young guys that I haven't ever gotten the opportunity to work with. And and really my plan is just, you know, there's been a lot of guys released from companies. I mean, Ring of Honor just released the whole roster. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just planning on taking like this next year, just getting out there, uh, working my ass off, having great matches and just seeing what the, the wrestling business uh, holds for me. You know, uh, I, I love what we do. Uh, I've been doing this for like 20 years. I feel like at this point I put so much of my life into this. There isn't, there isn't no other, uh, no backup plan, no, uh, no, no other choice, you know? And, and I, and it's not that I want another choice. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, this is what uh, my, my life has afforded me. So I'm looking forward to just getting out and hitting it hard, man, working the Indies doing, uh, you know, all the AAW shows just, um, uh, trying to like really kind of in a way almost rebuild my name again. So how are you feeling physically good? Like no end in sight, I would imagine. I mean, when, when I yeah, see no, you in man. the ring, you're still going a hundred miles an hour when, when it necessitates it. Right. Yeah. No, my body feels great. Uh, I know a lot of people like their bodies get beat up and whatnot. And I'm going to knock on wood here real quick, but uh <laughs> 
yeah, no, I feel great. Like, uh, no, no nagging injuries. Uh, I feel good when I wake up in the morning. Uh, I feel like, I feel like I easily have another good 10 years of being highly competitive in me. Well, guys, AAW Windy City Classic, November 26th, 2021. Some of the talent that you'll see there, Jake something, Larry D, Silas Young, Myron Reed, Ace Austin, Rohit Raju, uh, Lady Frost, who just signed with Impact, Rich Swan, Alex Zane, Josh Alexander, Allison K, Fred Yehi. It is loaded. If you can't make it to the show, it is available on Fight. So absolutely check it out. Silas Young, I always appreciate it. I always accept an opportunity to interview Silas Young because there's always a million things to talk about. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on anytime. Make sure you follow him at Last Real Man ROH. Uh, support the man into 2022 and beyond. Thank you so much. Until next time, guys, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.